Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. We'll start off this week talking about the changes to the LFF title picture. We will start with the LFF Tornado Tag Team Championship. This belt was defended last Wednesday. That would be January 12th as I'm recording this. We saw the champion, Hold the Line Harry, using the Transatlantic Express, take on the challenger, Lawman Nick, using the Law and Paw Connection. This was a long match that went all the way to crowd meter three. In the end, Hold the Line Harry remains the LFF Tornado Tag Team Champion. For those of you who watched this match, you saw, and this is what stuck out to me, you saw how strong the Transatlantic Express's submission finish is. That is going to be a very difficult challenge for a player to overcome if they hope to defeat Hold the Line Harry and become the new LFF Tornado Tag Team Champion. Other championship news we still have Monday night, January 17th, after 7.42 p.m. Eastern Time. The LFF Hardcore Championship is going to be on the line. The champion, Jeff McPeak with Pretty Boy Snow, will face the challenger, Kylan Bookter, using Big Daddy Bookter. This will be a psycho steel chain match meaning both the Psycho Circus stipulation and the Steel Chain stipulation will be in play. Upon conclusion of that match, the next challenger for the belt will be named. We also have, and this is somewhat breaking as I'm recording this, we had a defense of the LFF Tri-State Championship. The champion, Ryan McMullen, Wrench Monkey, took on the challenger, Ant West, the man behind the weekly Recap of the Universe articles, the winner and still champion, Ryan McMullen. I have no other details at this time other than they faced off in person at Highlander Games, and Ryan McMullen walked away, still LFF Tri-State Champion. Other bits of championship news, we have a new number one contender announced for the LFF World Heavyweight Championship. Kirk Polka's next defense will be against the ring general, Anthony Perry. Anthony Perry, a.k.a. the Cannoli, cashed in a Master of Ceremonies card with the general manager to get this shot at the LFF World Heavyweight Championship. Date and time of that match to be announced later, but that is Kirk Polka's next opponent. We also have a new contender announced for the LFF Underworld Championship. The current champion, the Grump Danny Thunder, will face Alec Ventresca. The new general manager of the Underworld Championship, Jeffrey Fox, announced that on the most recent episode of the Talk of the Universe. They will square off. The next contender for the LFF Underworld Championship after Alec Ventresca will be John Pulverino 
Press 1P will get his shot to see if he can become the first ever LFF Grand Slam champion, meaning the first ever person to have held the World Heavyweight Championship, the Underworld Championship, the Tag Team, the Tornado Tag Team, and the Trios Championship. After that match takes place, the next contender, so after Alec Ventresca, after John Pulverino, the next contender will be determined by an eight-person invitational tournament. Seven of the people in this tournament have been announced. Those seven are Lucky Cat Nico, Rowdy Ron, Chibi, Cherry Von Danish, Master Micah, Candyman, and the Mad Custodian. The eighth will be chosen by the general manager, John Calace, at CaptainCon. Once that last person has been selected, the tournament will take place at some point. We don't know anything about the format, stipulations. All we know is that there will be eight people in this tournament for a shot at the Underworld Championship. I gave you seven of them, the eighth to be determined at Captain Con, which I believe takes place in early February. That is all I have right now for LFF Championship News. Next up, let's talk about the 2021 Create a Competitor competition. The second match in round one has concluded. The four people in the match were Peppy Pepper, created by Joshua Bryan, the Plant-Based Bruiser, created by Scott Mulholland, the Master Strategist, created by Micah Swafford, and a Time Bomb Tim, created by Tim Creaser. As I did last week, I reached out to Patrick Mulligan, about getting the vote totals. I have received a response from Mr. Mulligan. He will not be releasing those vote totals to the public this year. I was very curious because there's a lot of information you can kind of glean about what the community's thinking as far as the CCC is going from the way the votes go. So I was curious to see that, but we will not get that information this year. As far as who won the second match, we won't find out until the next episode of Talk of the Universe, Wednesday, January 19th. So if you're interested, tune into that. Otherwise, I will report the winner, and I'll report the four competitors in the third match of round one, because that will also be announced on Talk of the Universe next Wednesday night. Third big story for this week I want to talk about is the upcoming SRG Awards for 2021. As I'm recording this, there is less than one week remaining to submit your ballot for nominations to John Calais at srguniverse.com. The ballot is a PDF file that you can get if you go to the SRG Super Show Discussion Group on Facebook. If you click the section that says Files, it's the first file there. It'll also take you to the post. When you click that file, that has all the information about the deadline, about where you send it. The deadline, though, is Friday, January 21st, and you're going to send your completed ballot for nominations. This is not the vote for who wins. This is who to be nominated for consideration. John Clays at srguniverse.com is the email you send it to. The deadline is Friday, January 21st. So, less than a week from the time I'm recording this. If you want to make your nominations known, 
put those out there. Again, I would suggest best online show, The Outlaw Mudcast, best music performance, MIA by JAC. Those are pretty much the big stories from this past week. There's some in-person play opportunities coming up, some big ones I want to bring up. Highlander Games will be hosting Rumble at the Rumble 4, January 29th. I believe that is a Saturday. The tickets have already gone on sale on supershowthegame.com. You will need a mask to attend. 11 a.m. start time. It's going to be a creative competitor tournament, followed by a grand battle. Let me give you a bit more information about that. This is from supershowthegame.com. Under the event section, that's a different section than the online event section. So, Highlander Games, Boonton, New Jersey. The address is on the post. Registration opens at 10. The tournament starts at 11. There are two options. You can get a ticket to just the Create a Competitor Tournament. That's a $30 ticket. Or you can get a ticket to both that and a subsequent payoff pack grand battle. So it sounds like this will be a sealed grand battle, meaning you won't have your decks built. You'll buy the payoff pack, use the competitors and cards inside to build your 1 through 30 deck and play that. The stipulations for the Create a Competitor Tournament have been announced. The finals will be played using the main event stipulation. The semifinals will be a tables match. And then the other potential stipulations in the top cut are steel cage, ring of fire, dark match, ladder match, and there may also be multiplayer matches. These could be triads, fatal four ways, potentially even tag teams. That's all we know. There will be door prizes. The following competitors are booked. The original El Superombre, the original Snake Pit, Scarlet Graves, X-Royce, and the Devil's Advocate Dan Williams. None of those competitors can be used. You can use the El Superombre and Snake Pit that were part of the comic book Kickstarter release. So those versions are legal, but the original versions are not legal. There's also going to be a hangout after... Both events, both the Create a Competitor Tournament and the Grand Battle, watching a premium live event, no more details than that have been given. And so, yeah, if you're in the Boonton, New Jersey area, Rumble the Rumble 4 taking place. The other, I should give the day of that. That is January 29th. January 29th, 10 a.m. registration opens. Rumble at the Rumble 4, Highlander Games, Boonton, New Jersey. The other in-person event taking place, I believe it's the same weekend, but the Sunday, the 29th is a Saturday. This is the first ever Create a Card Tournament in Georgia, the Rising Stars Creating Cards event. It's going to be taking place at TFD Comics and Games in Alpharetta, Georgia. From noon until 8 p.m. $20 ticket price. It gets you an entry into the event. Three sign-up promos. The credit card event is going to be play pure. You can use two skill cards. No entrances and no spectacles. You do have to provide a deck list. Any 
finish card that's unstoppable has the added text. If stopped, you lose the match by pinfall. It's going to be Swiss format, cutting to a top eight. The finals and the third place match will be main event stipulation. There will be diversity, Swaggy D, all versions of the gold standard, the original general manager John Calais, the original Snake Pit, and the original El Super Ombre are all booked. You cannot play any of those competitors in this event. That's taking place the Sunday after Rumble at the Rumble 4, taking place January 30th, noon start time. I believe that is store opening and registration. If you want to be sure, if you're thinking about going, reach out to the ACCW people. Hold the line, Harry. That's Jonathan Thew, Jeremy Steigerwald. Ask them. There will be featured matches on the match card. I believe Hold the Line Harry will be taking on El Lama Sr. as one of those matches. Not 100% on that. But that's what's going on there. Those are the two big in-person events coming up. There are a couple of other in-person events I want to touch on very briefly. One coming up next Saturday, January 22nd. This is at Alternate Universes in East Norton, Pennsylvania. This is the Year of the Phoenix, Swiss round event to a top cut. Winner receives store credit. There will also be store championship matches on the line. That's going on next Saturday. There's also an actual wrestling event posted on the events section of the SRG Super Show Discussion Group from Revenge Pro Wrestling. I'm not familiar with this uh, wrestling promotion. But if you're in the Erie, Pennsylvania area and you want to go to wrestling promotion, the details are posted on the event section of the SRG Super Show Discussion Group uh, play area. I'm not sure if this is sponsored by SRG. It doesn't appear to be. It doesn't appear to be any uh, SRG uh, LFF talent that I'm seeing. I'm somewhat surprised it's up here, but... Maybe there are going to be quite a few SRG people in that area going, and that's why it's there. There are sometimes some regular events up there, but usually they are either you know sponsored by SRG or maybe it's a TJ Marconi event. TJ Marconi, you know, very beloved in the Super Show community player base. But yeah, those are the live events coming up through the end of this month. And now, before I get into the online events from this past week, just some odds and ends from this past week before I can get to those online events. A lot of new products came out this week. The card, the competitor set featuring Patrick Mulligan, the ring leader. I believe it's called the ring leader, not the ring master. But that set is finally coming out. A bunch of other new cards and competitor sets came out. This week, they're all available on supershowthegame.com. If you're interested in checking any of those out, picking any of those up, you can go there and make your purchases. A lot of art's been previewed on both Talk of the Universe and the Thursday show, Expanding the Universe. I got to see the Dweeb. There were some Cosmic Crusaders versus Marauders of the Multiverse art spoiled. Those are going to be featured in the Time Warp Kickstarter coming up in a little over a month, I believe, is when that's going to 
hit kickstarter.com. Yeah, otherwise that's pretty much it for this week. Let's talk about the events from this past week. Sunday, we had that pop-up event Sunday that I wasn't able to get to on last week's show. Here are the details on that. 12 players, 3 pods of 4, top 2 advanced out of each pod. There were two undefeateds that got the automatic buy past the first round of the top cut. In the first round of the top cut, all the matches were played under the Ring of Fire stipulation. It was Jeffrey Fox versus the Norseman and Ant West versus the Nightmare King. Ant West and the Norseman move on to the semifinals. The semifinals round was a Liger's Den round. We saw Chris Pagillo, one of the undefeated, take on the Norseman. And we saw the Cheetah, the other undefeated, take on Ant West. The finalists end up being Chris Pagillo using Danny Limelight and Ant West using the Phenomenal One. The third place match was the Norseman playing as Bjorn the Norseman and the Cheetah playing as the Man from IT. The final four Standings end up being in fourth place, the Norseman. In third place, the Cheetah. And the winner of the Sunday night pop-up event ends up being Chris Pagillo as Danny Limelight with Ant West taking second with the phenomenal one. Congratulations to Chris Pagillo for his win. Next up, we have the Monday night proving ground. The Monday night proving ground was played using the Cosmic Storm. Stipulation event. I don't know how you want to describe it. The way this works is this. During all the bullet rounds, there is a special guest referee for each match. That special guest referee is a random cosmic crusader. So either Jupiter, Neptune, Mars, Mercury, Venus, or Terra. One of those six will be the random special guest referee. In the top cut, that stipulation continued with a twist. When the crowd meter increased, a new randomly chosen by a die roll Cosmic Crusader would become the special guest referee. I'm assuming they're swapping in and out then, not being added to it. This format was chosen by Vicious Nick Vandal, the 2020 CCC runner-up. Here are the results. The top four ended up being in fourth place, playing as Danny Limelight. Chris Pagillo in third place, playing as AJ Styles. Doug Saunders in second place, playing as the frequent flyer, Jeremy Steigerwald. And the winner, playing as the newest version of the SRG boss, the ring general, Anthony Perry. That brings us to Thursday night. Thursday night, we have another one of Chibi's Thursday night fights, a.k.a. the ongoing Seed of Power Season 2. This week was match number 7 in the Seed of Power Season 2. 32 players, 8 groups of 4, top 2 from each group, make the top cut. In the opening round of the top cut, all the matches were played using New York Rules stipulation. In the quarterfinals, all the matches were steel cage matches. In the semifinals, all of the matches were Psycho Circus matches, and in the finals, as well as in the third place match, 
the submission match stipulation was used. In fourth place, playing as the big shot, was Carlos Lumbre. In third place, playing as Theo the Greek Neo, was Chris Pate. The finalists were Johnny Eldorado as AJ Styles and Jeffrey Fox as the Prince of Fashion. The winner, Jeffrey Fox as the Prince of Fashion. Congratulations to him. Saturday, we had a tornado tag team event. 16 players, four groups of four, cut to a top eight. There were no stipulations in the top cut. In fourth place, playing as two dudes with Batitude, the trash man Neil Nealon. In third place, playing as two cats, two Purius, Ricky Riot. In second place, playing as the My Girls Tornado Tag Team, the Fireball Scott Winterbauer, and the winner, also playing as two cats, two Purius, the Cheetah. Ian Chambers. Congratulations to him. Finally, as I've been recording this, the results for a couple things have come in. First, the results for the Sunday Trios Tournament have come in. From what I understand, there were eight players in this tournament. I don't have any information about the group stages or the cuts, but the final four were Lucky Cat Nico in fourth place, playing as Shovel Club. Simon Strauss in third place, playing as the Warlords of the Sea. The final saw Rowdy Ron versus Chibi, both playing the same competitor, Think Tank. The winner with Think Tank ends up being Rowdy Ron. Congratulations to him. Also, as I was recording this, the finals match from the Origins Tornado Tag Team Tournament took place. In this match, we saw Sean Loeb using the Fashion Popos take on Hold the Line Harry, the current LFF Tornado Tag Team Champion, as the Transatlantic Express. He's using both that team in this tournament as well as as champion. This match went to Crowd Meter 3. At crowd meter three, winning with the submission finish, Sean Loeb. Sean Loeb is the Origins 2021 Tornado Tag Team Tournament winner. Congratulations to him. It's been a long time coming. That tournament started way back in, I believe it was October. It is just now concluded. Sean Loeb is the winner. Breaking news. A couple of other things left before I go, one of which I meant to mention earlier. I forgot to. We have a final list of the faction members from the dojo matches that have been going on that are going to move into the number one contender event for the United States Championship. Here are the people moving on. We have, representing the Dangerous Wool Order, Micah Swafford. Representing the line, Andrew Mecki. Representing the Freak Show, Daisy Lupinta. Representing the Mew World Order, Stephen Overlock. Representing the Crime Wave, Justin Myers. Representing Algiers Susio, Juan Beza. Representing Girthquake, Jamal Lewis. And then Rowdy Ron, representing apparently nobody. 
There have also been eight other players that have been named to be in this tournament. They are Sean Loeb, Ian Chambers, John Taylor, Jeff McPeak, Franklin Clark, Nick Baxter, Anthony Hapapuro, and Taylor Schwab. Congratulations to all of them for making that tournament. And then finally, this is breaking. The top eight for the Rising Stars tournament has been set. Once the last deck list has been received, the matches will go live. The players have until February 1st, midnight, to complete these matches. Here are the following tag teams. We will see Rob Britt and Hold the Line Harry take on Swaggy D and Kid Thunder. The first name I'm listing in each tag team is the Rising Star. Their partner is the person that is going to help them advance to the top four. The second matchup, Wrench Monkey and The Brain versus Joel Williams and Kirk Polka. Rowdy Ron and Michael Kerr versus The Oracle and Chugonomics. And finally, Chris Okpich and The Cheetah versus Dan Gatowski and Simon Strauss. Those are the tag teams in the Rising Stars tournament. A little over or approximately two weeks they have to complete those matches in the top eight of the Rising Stars tournaments. That is going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. As I was editing, there was some new breaking news coming in. This is unofficial. I have not seen this confirmed anywhere, but from my sources, there has been a match for the Midwest Coast Championship. The current champion for Lee Flynn took on the challenger, former Midwest Coast champion Bobby Motherlove in Ohio. The winner and still champion for Lee Flynn. I have no other information besides this. I don't know what the crowd meter was. I don't know what the competitors both players used were, but breaking news. Forley Flynn retains the Midwest Coast Championship. And with that, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I didn't talk about online play. Nothing's posted on SuperSotherGame.com. But expect Dojo Tuesday night. Expect a proven ground. We know Vicious Vic is once again picking stipulation. Expect a Thursday tournament and many other things could happen this weekend. Outside of that, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.